weeks ago, my aunt came back from a trip to Wisconsin and regaled a delightful little story to me, as she is wont to do, about what she and my uncle had gotten up to when they realized that they had some time to spare and were in the mood to wind up somewhere quirky, as they are wont to do. <laughs> now, having done a bit of what to see here type googling, they decided to find a peculiar relic that supposedly lived in a town named Manitowoc which she explained after several deliberate pronunciations of that city, which is her nature because she has a degree in linguistics. So the city of Manitowoc is home to around 33,000 people and one 20-pound hunk of Russian space junk. This is the relic to which my aunt referred, and while it proved, spoiler alert, a little bit underwhelming in person, relegated to a corner in the basement of an incidentally very interesting art museum, the story itself is downright stellar. Our story begins at the height of the space race. It involves a Sputnik. Not the Sputnik, but rather Sputnik the Fourth, which was also known as Korobol Sputnik 1. It was launched by the then Soviet Union in May of 1960. Now all the Sputniks, which is by the way the Russian word for satellite, were space-facing tools of scientific inquiry and advancement. And this one in particular was helping the Soviet space program explore what it would take to send up a manned craft and had lots of gizmos and tech and even a human-sized dummy. The spacecraft, like those that came before it, was meant to be a pioneering technological marvel that would position the Soviet space program ahead of the United States and establish it as a world leader in off-world exploration. Meanwhile, the United States naturally just assumed that the satellites were for spying on them, specifically. All suspicion aside, at the very least, the American space program didn't want to be outdone by their main source of competition in the aforementioned space race. So if they were intimidated or a little impressed by the Sputniks, then they sure as heck weren't about to let it show. At least not where the Soviet government could see, which was probably everywhere. Because they were spying with all those little satellites. So the thing about satellites and space stuff in general is that what goes up gets old and then must come down. Now previous Sputniks, or Sputniks's, Sputninskys, had fallen back to Earth and burned up in the atmosphere, and that was fine. No reconnaissance necessary, no cleanup, no evidence. But Sputnik 4 had to be a little asshat. Now, I mean, it wasn't totally the satellite's fault. It did not go rogue entirely on its own. The space program actually fucked up on the re-entry trajectory and then kind of like accidentally shot it up into a higher orbit and then it just sort of hung out up there for like 28 months and everybody on the ground was kind of shrugging like, well, we tried. I mean, at that point, there really wasn't shit they could do about it. <laughs> so now if you think it was up there floating around, growing older and less robust in the face of anti-gravity, and then, you know, when it finally got yanked back into Earth's orbit, it would just kind of get pulled in and then burn up. And I mean, that would have been preferable because they couldn't really control where it was going to fall. And honestly, today, we're not even that much better at it. And this was 1962. So, I mean, they were definitely just kind of like, <laughs> welp. Now, assumedly, nobody would have been trying to even make a guess, knowing that they couldn't do jack shit about where this thing was going to end up. And even if they cared about tracking it more closely and trying to predict where it might land, they never would have thought to stick a pin on a map of, you know, Midwestern United States. 
And so this is why when a couple of Manitowoc police officers saw a hunk of Russian space debris in the middle of 8th Street, they thought it was a piece of cardboard. By some accounts, one of the cops kind of kicked it aside into a gutter, but I'm dubious because that would have been quite a kick because this thing would have been pretty heavy. Now, in their defense, why would their first assumption in terms of an explanation have been anything other than really simple and like not involving the Russian space program or any space program for that matter because they were in the middle of a city street on Earth. Of course, this was the Cold War era and everybody was pretty paranoid, so... Anyway, all this took place on September 6th, 1962, which would go on to become celebrated as Sputnik Palooza, but let us not get ahead of ourselves. So remember when I said that nobody was really paying attention to old Sputnik 4? No one calling up the Russian government like, it's 10 p.m., do you know where your Sputnik is? Well, that was not quite true. There were some amateur astronomers and observers and satellite tracking folk who were perhaps a little into those conspiracy theories and the whole everybody's a secret communist thing because this was Cold War era. And they had actually been tracking it and they were watching it as it fell flaming out of the sky that night, dropping bits all around Milwaukee. And all told, there were something like 24 different parts um, that had like fallen off of it in kind of disseminated across this particular area, the largest of which is believed to have plunged into Lake Michigan. Now the piece that was decidedly not cardboard that landed in the middle of 8th Street in downtown Manitowoc made quite a splash, or rather quite a thud. It was actually embedded three inches into the pavement, which is right where the two cops found it when they rounded back on their patrol and realized that not only had it not moved, but it was actually quite a significant object. And it was also very hot to the touch, which makes sense because it was a piece of fucking metal that had just been in space close to the sun. Now they had no idea what to make of it or what to do about it. And they couldn't call the cops because they were the cops. Instead, they rounded up people in the city who worked with metal, so like welders and shipbuilders and stuff, and they were like, what is this thing? And people agreed that it was metal, but they couldn't say with any certainty what it was from or where it was from. Cue X-Files theme, except I don't know, there's probably copyright on that. The city sent it off to the Smithsonian Harvard Center for Astrophysics in Washington, D.C. for analysis. And they were like... Huh, well, yep, it's from space all right. Which they determined by measuring the levels of radiation it was emitting and then comparing it to other shit that had recently fallen out of space. So like asteroids and stuff. Then from there, those perhaps a little bit tin hatty folks who had been tracking it were like, It's from a Sputnik, guys, guys, you guys, it's from... It's from a Sputnik. It's Russian. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, you know what? You're right. This is totally a Sputnik. Now, at this point, the United Nations Committee on Peaceful Use of Outer Space, which sounds like a good idea, got wind of all this and was like, you guys know that you gotta give it back to Russia, right? Now, meanwhile, all of the cities in and around Milwaukee and Manitowoc were trying to lay claim to this hunk of Soviet space junk. And then the UN comes in and shuts that shit down. And the US government is like, ugh, fine. And then they try to do the right thing and send it back to the Soviet Union with a little note like, Hi Russia, it's us, so we found your Sputnik, please find enclosed. And Russia was like, wow, fuck you guys for trying to embarrass us. Like, you guys are assholes. No, we don't want it. We're not going to take this. No, no, no way. Fuck you. 
And the U.S. government is like, oh, okay, well, I mean, cool. If you don't want it, then we're just going to be like... And the Russians were like, fine, 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 we'll take it. Just go away. And so the U.S. sent it back. But before they did, the locals in Manitowoc arranged for a replica to be made. And that is what is on display in the basement of that art museum. And there is also a brass ring that marks the spot in the street where it quite literally left an impression on the city. Now, because there's always an epilogue if you just stay in your seat long enough after the credits roll or keep reading to the nth page of Google results, it turns out that several months later someone claimed that they were getting radio signals from it. Which would have been weird since it was in pieces scattered throughout Wisconsin and presumably there was also a rather large chunk in Russia somewhere. Or at least between the US and Russia somewhere because who knows if they ever confirmed receipt of that package. I mean, it's not like they fucking overnighted it with FedEx. So anyway, these alleged radio transmissions have led some conspiracy theorists to theorize that the spacecraft had been manned by the lost cosmonauts. But that, my friends, we shall have to save for another episode. <laughs>